If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Thanks so much for your company. I am Payos Kojubaka. We can now take a look at our stories and price of diesel. It's now getting closer to 14 cities per liter. This was after the leading oil marketing firms adjusted their prices at the pumps. There is more in the following Business Desk report. Market leader Girl is selling a liter of diesel at 13 Ghana cities, 99 pesos, whilst Total Energies is selling a liter of diesel at 13 Ghana cities, 95 pesos. The price per liter for diesel had been reducing in recent times and that was linked to the city's marginal stability against the dollar last year. So there's a recent reduction in prices of finished petroleum products on the international market. However, it appears that is. Congratulations. Your kid and your cash are off to college. Between his tuition and your credit card balances, you don't know how you're going to pay for any of it. If only there were some place to turn. Just ask your home. Your home's got equity. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can use it to get cash quickly for whatever you need. Visit JustAskYourHome.com today. Call 1-800-863-4332 for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Premium, the risk premium of the war is what is impacting. So indeed, Israel-Hamas war is still have a uh, uh, rippling effect uh, you know, on the global commodity prices. And crude oil prices are not exception tires. Great clarification there, Yusuf. But from what you said, do you think that enough has been done locally to cushion consumers so that the excesses of this tension wouldn't escalate the already impact consumers would have to bear? Um, I, think, I, I think we could do... A lot has been done, but I think we could do better. Uh, I'm saying that because um, we had deregulation that was supposed to have helped the consumer. But what we have noticed is that, I mean, any time... It's not that we didn't have good times. Somewhere last quarter of... Uh, last year, getting to the end of 2023, uh, we, we did experience some nice areas, some nice, uh, you know, some uh, semblance of price drops. Uh, what did we see? Um, we see sneaking in of, you know, other taxes, undesirable taxes, nuisance taxes, margins, increment of some margins and stuff like that. This is, these things are not healthy. And the reason why I particularly, I don't, I kick against those ones. Are the fact that if the market is becoming hot, we tend that years to those those increments that we made, we made when the market was very cool. So I want to urge that for the sake of the larger economy, you, you know, players have to treat with caution. Under no circumstance should we think about any increment in any margin of any sort. If there's anything that we need to do at this moment to safeguard our economy, we should leave it as it is, or we look at even taxes that we consider news and we, we, we should be able to do something about that. But I know government is constrained, uh, fiscal, the fiscal regime is tight, and, and so if they cannot, you know, reduce some of the taxes that would give, you know, a respite to a consumer, then, or to the, to the uh, consum- uh, to poor consumer, then there shouldn't be any attempt to hover around any of the taxes that we have. And I think most of the taxes are news and private, and we all know that. Mm. And the higher time we do something about that, the better. And that's the only thing that we have control over. <laughs> the taxes within the price build-up. I mean, the whole ta- taxes within the price build-up. We don't have control over the crude oil prices 
uh, I mean, the community price in the international scene. That is just what is playing out now. Mm. I guess, I guess uh, it brings to sharp focus the importance of having a refinery uh, about, about, about this time. But in the meantime, what would you propose must be done to minimize the impact of these developments on consumers? Yeah, a very good question. Um, I'll, 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 I will say that um, what, what, we have, what we have forgotten or what we have failed to do over the time, and I'll repeat it, and I'll do to better you listen and listen for real good. If you're having your upstream and downstream all together, see, if commodity prices are going up, like crude oil prices, that will have cascading impact on the pump prices. It's not a bad thing because you export oil, you know, but as much as you export oil, you are going to be hit hard by the downstream. So what I always call is the fact that we have to have a workable formula where we have a, a credible way of cascading benefit on the other way. So, so that if we are having some windfall at the upstream side, because when crude oil prices are going up, we'll have windfall. We're going to have some percentage that we can bring back to the downstream to cast, you know, to cushion that. That is very important because that is how we can do to, you know, to keep inflationary pressures. Other than that, if you leave the upstream to go up and you do nothing about the downstream and you say market forces will take care of the downstream that we always complain, we will, uh, the downstream will bend. And, you know, and if, if inflationary pressures are high, the cascading impact will be high, will be so much for the entire economy. And that, that I think is not good. So, yes, refinery is number one. We need to have a refinery, a local refinery that is vibrant. Number two, we need to have a workable formula that we can cascade this benefit between the upstream and downstream side, uh, whereby when crude oil prices are going up, that extra money, let's have a way of cascading it downstream to push it. The consumer, not that because we like the consumer, but because we want the economy to prepare. We want the economy to, to you know, to revitalize. That's 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 it. If we don't do that, we have ourselves to blame. Great. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Yusuf Suleimana, for your time here on Business Life, sharing your perspective with us. Always a delight to have you on. And I would like to bring in the consumer's perspective and ex executive secretary of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Ghana, Kopek Dankadamwa, joins me via phone on, on, uh, on this subject matter. Thanks so much, Duncan. Now, you have called for the removal and review of some of these taxes and, of course, petroleum margins on uh, these uh, products. Why are you making that call? Taxes, uh, which uh, saddles your petroleum price build-up. Uh, you can only come to a common position uh, that indeed we are just shooting ourselves in the foot as a country. Uh, in the words of some uh, politician, you cannot tax yourself to prosperity. And so it's more like collecting money from your kid's uh, box. They have to two box because you want money for the house. Uh, you might be better off creating something that keeps money for the entire home, uh, as opposed to just collection. And uh, if you look at uh, 12, 13 line items of taxation on your price build, uh, it leaves you only one thing, with only one conclusion, that indeed uh, we are just doing too much. The rent-seeking uh, activity on the petroleum price build-up is quite too much. And it looks as though, uh, for now, Anytime there's an issue with any sort of uh, finance or revenue or funding uh, that is required, then the easiest uh, fruit, the lowest hanging fruit for uh, finance ministers is uh, simply to just, you know, input a line of tax on your fuel price build-up or LPG or even electricity. Uh, that for us uh, is becoming quite a task. And it's one of the reasons I have personally called on the new designated 
finance minister or minister of finance to ensure that as an energy person, uh, he uses the energy sector positively to drive uh, prices uh, such that we don't get to a point where it is only uh, a matter of, you know, we're going to read budget and it's simply adding on to the taxes or the lines of taxes that you have already existing. If that happens, then he will be a disaster and a disappointment equally. But uh, if he, uh, knowing exactly what energy does to every economist, uh, decided uh, to streamline some of these taxes, do away with some of them, uh, in order to bring down the pressures uh, that you have on your fuel price and the better. But then again, that said, the taxes is not uh, probably the sole thing driving fuel prices into uh, an oblivion or an abyss. We are saying that the city's performance, uh, in recent times there's been a talk of uh, using our gold uh, to import products into the country. We say that back your currency with the gold so that your currency can at least be able to sustain itself so that when I go to bring products worth, say, 10 million, and uh, yesterday I required 120 million Ghana cities to be able to offset, you know, that $10 million exposure, uh, just selling the product and making my uh, 120 million, I'll be able to pay off uh, whatever the cost for uh, that consignment. But if I come and now I require 130 million to be able to offset the same 10 million USD, uh, eventually I'm simply going to have to uh, get prices going up again. It might not be a function of taxes, but it simply is a function uh, of how poor we have managed our own currency and economy. So mm. those two critical things, the taxes, the, the local currency and instability or otherwise, uh, will go a long way to determine whether we are able to bring down uh, the pricing pressures as far as petroleum pricing uh, is concerned in the country. All right, so Duncan, having enumerated the factors accounting to that development, um, you speak for the consumers. What should consumers do in the meantime? In a minute. Uh, I think you could get me that question again. I'm asking uh, that between now and the next weeks ahead, um, what should consumers do? Uh, the consumer is left in the middle, truly. Um, or unless you say that the consumer should reduce uh, the amount of fuel uh, that they require for their day-to-day running uh, so as to reduce cost. But as a stand. It is strictly between uh, the managers of this economy to sustain the currency so that the next pricing window, the city does not drag fuel pricing uh, beyond our pocket. If that happens, then whether international market prices set or they don't, or they remain stable, uh, prices will have to go up because the city is not stable, it is not good enough, it is not sustainable, uh, if the managers of the economy do well to stabilize the city, then you can come back to look at taxes, which are within, the two of them are within our control. International market price, we do not control and have no say about it. Uh, once we can be able to control what is within our control, I think we should be well and good. Other than that, uh, in March, I personally foresee prices going up again. Duncan, thank you so much for your time here on Business Live, Executive Secretary of the Chamber of uh, petroleum consumers Ghana Duncan must speaking to me there. You're still watching Business Life, you are pausing for a breather. I'll be right back with more. Please stay.
Hello, welcome back to Business Life. To some other stories, new finance minister Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam today chaired his first management meeting at the Ministry of Finance. My colleague George Yafi has the rest of the story. The meeting brought together the deputy ministers of finance directors responsible for some sectors at the ministry. The gathering also afforded the minister an opportunity to strategize for the week as well as track the implementation of some programs and policy measures. Joy Business understands that the meeting again afforded the new minister a chance to assure his team that can be described as cabinet about his policy direction. This includes the promise that there wouldn't be changes to ongoing programs like the IMF in the 2024 budget with the finance ministries coordinating with other ministries in terms of implementing the broad economic policy of this government. He also affirms commitment to fast-track programs aimed at firmly stabilizing the economy. Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam is also expected to engage the commissioners of the Ghana Revenue Authority later today. All these things are part of measures to ensure the team that there wouldn't be any major changes in terms of the policy direction when it comes to revenue mobilization and how the team of the Ghana Revenue Authority can be assisted to achieve the end-of-year target. Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam's engagement is coming at a time where the immediate finance minister, Ken Ofoyata, has asked the team at the Ministry of Finance to give him their full support because he appreciates the issues and he was with them when he was working on a lot of the economic issues facing the country. And my colleague George Yafi joins me in studio to share some perspective with us on what we are learning in relation to this very management meeting held by Mohammed Amin Adam. Thank you so much, George, for joining me on Business Life. So, what more are we learning? So, what more we are learning is that it's more of an assurance and trying to let the people understand that things won't change. This is the, the cabinet of the Ministry of Finance where they plan, they strategize on what to do, and all those things. So, he more of gave them the assurance and the need also pushing for some teamwork because he believes that he cannot do this alone. He's not coming in to rock the boat. This team has been working over the years and he plans to uh, stick with this team in implementing government programs and agenda. So also try to give some assurance to the team that we are in this together, let's work together and get the work done. Great. So this, I guess, um, brings to sharp focus um, the key issues you know, um, that we are facing as we speak as a country in relation to the IMF, how to reduce our debt ratio, and, of course, shore up revenue. And on the IMF, you realize that the, the MD even came out as well to also uh, write a letter to the new minister about their commitment as well. So you also got the understanding from this meeting that, listen, in terms of the fund program, we can't change anything. We are going to stick to the program, and it needs this team support the made up of directors of the various sectors to come on board to help him to actually achieve or implement the program. So it was also tried to give the team some assurance that we have a program that we are working under. That program has influenced our budget and we are going to work together when it comes to the fund program and i.e. the 2024 budget. So it was more of trying to bring everybody to be on board when it comes to implementing the fund program and also the 2000 and 24 budget. And this is key, George, for me, um, having the predecessor, Ken Furiata, you know, 
solicit support kind of from his former colleagues or staff to you know lend a helping hand to Mohammed Adam. How key is that? I mean that is key because there are some who think that there are certain persons who are the ministry who owe allegiance to the Minister of Finance, that is Ken Ofriata. And with the same team extend that support to Amin. But again when you read that memo you mm. get clear that the minister, the outgoing minister, tried to emphasize that point that Amin was with them when in getting all these work done. So don't see him as an outsider. Let's work with him. Because it's very, very critical. There are some, even though it's a public service, there are some who might kind of owe allegiance to personalities. And with all the criticisms against the former minister, they wanted to do everything to ensure that he succeeds. Would that same level of commitment be extended to Amin as well? And that is what you said. This was an internal memo which mm. later leaked. So trying to encourage these members that, listen... Yeah. The same support that you gave me as Kenofriata, extend that same support to this new minister. And he believes that with the program in place and all the rest, he can do it. So it is very critical because there are some who are worried that because of that perceived allegiance to Ken, maybe I mean my struggle to cut or get that. And that is why he was advising them that, listen, give that same level of support that you gave to me to Amin as well to deliver. All right. So we do know the next line of action for... Well, as, as we speak right now, he mm. is in an engagement with the, the commissioners of the Ghana Avenue Authority. Okay. And what he's seeking to do also is to bring out the point about how critical revenue is to the whole IMF program. Because if we are not able to raise the required revenue, it has implications on our debt-GDP ratio. It has implications on the whole program. Mm. So more of trying to engage the commissioners, try to get the understanding and tell them, now listen... We can't get it wrong with revenue because if we slip on revenue, it has implications on this program performance, has implications for additional funding, has implications for investor confidence in the economy as well. So more of give them the assurance that on his part as the Minister of Finance, he will do what he has to do. The commissioners also have to up their game to help us hit the revenue target. All right. Thank you very much, George, for your time. George Yaffe is my colleague here at Joy Business. That's it for the bulletin. I am Pius Kujobaka. For more stories, do log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I leave you with some international business stories. See you same time tomorrow. Bye.